0: Is a seed You can easily be the change that we need to another episode of mentality unchained thank you guys for showing up tonight um we about to get started talking to some of them, uh great females that um i think that you guys need to hear from uh also my wife is on here guys so you already know that i must have lost my mind on this one mm-hmm. <laughs> to invite my wife on here mm-hmm. because at the end of the day man she's gonna tell y'all some and i don't even know i can't even restrain her so she's just gonna say what she's gonna say but you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about mental health in the community. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things is that I've underst- I come to understand is that a lot of people don't know anything about mm-hmm. mental health. Uh, me and Ms. Kim's husband was just talking off air about the community, the black community specific that don't know uh, that mental health is real deep in our communities. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest things that I thought about when I wanted to do the show was how black women deal with certain things and especially like anxiety and stuff like that. And I know back when we were growing up, they didn't call it anxiety. They just said, you just worried and go somewhere and sit down. Your mom and grandmama said, go somewhere and sit down. Well, that's not the case now. We're living in a different world, and people are really struggling to understand what is actually happening t- uh, to them and within their family. So I really wanted to talk to some strong black women. And so my w- wife and I was kind of talking, and she, I was like, you know, who do we need to get on the show? And she was like... I think I got an idea, and so we started uh, thinking about some subjects and stuff we wanted to talk about. And so I wanted to address y'all strong black women today, about uh, mental health, our community, some of the things that is happening. And then too, about y'all uh, relationships with God, too. You know, I know y'all are strong black women in the church, and ministry is very important. So I want to uh, address that as well, because just because you guys, we go to church and we love god doesn't mean that mental health is absent from that so i want to make sure we we're clear on that so uh everybody welcome in carlise miss kim and my wife tina
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Ooh. Ooh. that's how y'all do it <laughs> that's how y'all do it okay you see we okay. was on cue all right <laughs> i like that <laughs> I like well, that, I like that. I just want them to be comfortable, so they super nervous, y'all, so don't, don't <laughs> shoot them down. But they good, they good. So I wanted to get into it because the world is putting out so much negative energy right mm. now, mm-hmm. and I need some black women to speak on how they feel because at the end of the day, let me, let me say this. When that stuff with George Floyd happened in 2020, uh, Ahmaud Arbery, uh, Breonna Taylor, uh, Dante, um, all that stuff happened and I think we all focus on the black men like I, I felt that because w- when that happened I called producer up and like hey we got to get on air let's talk about what happened with George Floyd but I think that we miss what our women are dealing with when these things are happening you all have sons and we have daughters um, how did you guys feel during that time I mean was, was your world shaken up from a black person' standpoint, what do you guys think?
2: Well, I have to be honest with you. I really didn't follow the story um like that mm-hmm. um but as I hear bits and pieces about it, I think it is um important that it's an awareness now mm-hmm. that and you know me being a mother,
1: yeah.
2: um a wife of yeah. black men, you know. I think it's very important that, you know, like I said, it's, it's awareness now and that it is happening. Yeah. It had happened, it was happening, but now it's magnified to yeah. where we know that it is still happening out there. So me, I just, my sons, you know, I just think about, you know, our, our black young men are stereotyped now as, dangerous Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um a threat to community a threat to police officers so i just you know they're not all out there to do bad so i just think you know um it's a tragedy that what happened and how it happened but at the same time we need to look at the big picture of of it you know and bring it to the forefront you know and how how do we do that how do we get it out to the forefront where something needs to be done. You know, it can't keep happening like that to our young black men, to our black men, period. Wow. Mm -hmm.
0: I appreciate that. I kind of want to challenge y'all a little bit too, though, and I want you to think about this, and this is for everybody uh, out there that's listening. You know, there's a standard that we must keep as black men. Mm -hmm. And when we don't keep that standard, society um, makes it look like we're untrained or, or we don't know how to control ourselves. And I think, too, a lot of times we find ourselves as black men in situations where we either lose control, don't have control, or we're, we're on that on that path to get there. And so I think the biggest issue is that we have to make sure that we're conducting ourselves appropriately as well. Mm-hmm. Because I think about it, uh, George Floyd is 46, mm-hmm. and that's around our age, uh, uh, Ahmad Arbery was twenty-five. That's around our kids' age, and you know, as a father, as a husband, I just want to make it home. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I have to make decisions that's not that's going to not going to be popular, but it's going to allow me to get home. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, Carlease, your son is is around that Ahmad Arbery age. W- what's your thoughts on it?
3: Well, my son is now uh, twenty-nine years old. Um, when I first heard that I'm with Kim, I didn't follow it all the way like that. But as time went on, as I was thinking about it, not only do I have a son, um, I was thinking about my brother as well. Um, Because in that, um, I worried about him just going to a grocery store. Yeah. You know, just going back and forth. And, you know, and then the thing with wearing hoodies, remember that thing too. Um, I was concerned about him going out wearing... You know, just because he exercising or doing what he's doing, mm-hmm. so for me, um, I was very anxiety built up a lot because I was very concerned mm-hmm. about you know how he was gonna be treated just by doing his regular thing every day, yeah, and that's exactly you know it's just it's a shame that we have that we're here um I feel like we've been here um for a long time. it's just mm-hmm. now it got you know, with what happened in the street with, um, uh, George Floyd and all the other situations. I just think as time went on, it's just kind of built. So we're still here to me. Um, and it's still a, a matter of me feeling some type of way every day. As I think about my son out in the streets, just trying to live, going to work every day, you know, like I said, going to the gym every day and my brother doing the same thing. Um, so, What I have learned to do and that I continue to do is just always continue to pray, you Mm -hmm. know, over Mm -hmm. him and over them constantly all the time.
1: Yeah,
0: I think that's big, too. I think our mothers and grandparents have always been prayer warriors. Mm -hmm. I guess I can say that because I I think I know everybody here about that. And so now we got to pray for ourselves and then we got to pray for our babies until they can pray for themselves. Sometimes they don't take it that serious uh, Mm -hmm. and they don't understand that. And so I know Tina and I, we, we have girls, and we have my son just turned 18. And, you know, to be able to see them every morning or to see them when they get older and go to work and come home, come for holidays, that's a privilege to be able to do that. And a lot of, ki- lot of people don't get that experience. So, you know, I mean, Tina, what, what do you think, uh, what's going on in your head when it comes to that, that type of stuff?
4: My anxiety was through the roof for both. You and Dallas. Yeah. Um, You driving from Crystal Lake Mm -hmm. where you work two times a week up there. And I was like, you don't need to go up there. I'm texting Dallas like when he go to the gas station, like you need to call me or text me or, you know, every little thing, Mm -hmm. you know, even with this, what happened at Auburn, it was like right back in that situation again. And like Carly said, Even with the hoodies, I was like, you don't need to wear no more hoodies. You know, it's just everything just elevates Mm -hmm. all your thoughts, you know, tossing and turning, you know, even scared for them to even go out, period.
0: That's that racial trauma piece, though. I I don't know if you guys know anything about that. When it comes to um, black people, we have a different type of trauma. Uh, You know, PTSD, it takes so much other Mm -hmm. stuff. But racial trauma, just being black knowing where you come from the stuff that you've dealt with your grandparents have your uh, your father your mother have dealt with is re-traumatizing when you see it yeah and so that racial trauma is is something real and so in in talking about that though I want to be pacific in this is that as black women you guys kind of get overlooked a lot about how y'all feel about things and I know y'all care on a lot and let's, let's kind of hone in on that that anxiety piece, though. Let's talk a little bit more about that. What is the anxiety of being a hu- a, a, a wife, a mother, uh, taking care of the home? Now, I'm just talking about black women in general. But I know there are superstars out there that deal with these same things. But I want people to hear practical. I want to hear people to hear the person that gets up every morning and go to work just like they do. Uh, gets up and uh, cook breakfast for their, their husband and kids before they go to school and work. Come home, you're cooking, uh, you, you're cleaning the house, you're doing all these things. You're being mom and, and w- wife. I want to hear about what you guys are thinking about with, with, when it comes to your anxiety.
3: Well, I'll say, I'll start. I am actually um, a single mom, I'm a single young lady. Uh, my son, like I said, again, is now 29 years old. Um, he lives in Colorado Springs, and myself live here in the city. Mm-hmm. So I would say that um, for myself as a single woman, um, let me just say it's doable. You okay. know what I mean? It's not, I'm not, you know, not every black woman is not able to do, you know, do what she needs to do, go to work every day. But I will say it is. It is. it is tough sometimes, yeah. you know. Coming home, you know, you come home, you, you work all day. I work all day. I come home. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll cook, get my things, you know, get, get the home together. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I lack in some areas because when I'm, when I'm working all day, I don't always have the energy to want to keep moving all day, you know. Uh-huh. So I have my schedule where I'll work out. Um, when I get off of work, I'll come home. I do a, a workout every day, and yeah. then I might have my dinner. Um, by the time, you know, my day is done, it's about 8, 9 o'clock at night. Um, then it's time to get up and do it over again. Yeah. Now, is it doable? Yes. Mm-hmm. You can do it. You can do all things, you know, through Christ who strengthens you. And I feel like it is doable, but it is a lot um, on me at times. Okay. And I'm sure there's other women that will say the same thing. Not that you can't do it. We can do it. But it is a lot. I feel like it's a lot sometimes. Is
0: it a lot because you feel like you need someone to help you do it? Or why is it a lot?
3: I feel like... Um, not so much, I mean, it's nice, of course, it would be nice to have someone to yeah. help do those things. But um, I always, I feel as though, um, as a woman, for myself, trying to carry everything on your shoulders, like there's the thing with work. And then uh, as our jobs, you know, going to work every day is also sometimes stressful on your job. <laughs> you know, working with your bosses, your peop- the people you come um, in contact with, um, I'm in the medical field, so I'm constantly coming in contact with a lot of people, um, different people every day that are struggling in different ways. So there's things like that. And then there's the anxiety of, you know, paying bills, you know, making oh. sure I'm you know able to meet those deadlines that I might have to meet. Yeah. Um, let's be real for myself. Sometimes that's a struggle, yeah. you know. Um, and then just the constant battle of trying to keep your body together. Huh. Mm-hmm. You know, that's real talk, real yeah. talk, yeah. because you got to yeah. not only you're pushing every day, but you cannot forget yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I try not to forget me. Wow. In mm-hmm. that. And if when I do that, sometimes I have forgotten myself mm-hmm. and have fallen back mm-hmm. and said that, you know, what can Carlis do mm-hmm. to make you, your yourself better, you know? So that's when I begin to do the, the exercise routine and gotcha. trying to keep up with that. But let's, I'm just being honest. Let's be real. For me, it's a struggle still sometimes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Thank
0: you. Wow. I'm glad you uh, was able to talk about that. Cause a lot of people can't talk about that. Yeah. You know, what's your, what's your opinion? I you know?
2: think it is a struggle, but you have to find balance mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. and you have to pray for balance. Okay. Um, me being, um, a mom, a wife, you talking about cooking, <laughs> but it's just me and my husband so yeah. cook is something cooking is something that i can just make a decision do i feel like cooking right, or do i right, not right. but um at the same time i still get up i go to work mm. I'm, I'm i'm grateful to god i work from home Amen. so i don't have Amen. to be amongst right, you know right, right. other people. people you know i work in the privacy of my own home yeah. but i still you know be on phone calls with um interacting yeah. you know virtual <laughs> with my job but um I just think, you know, I I totally agree with everything she's saying. And I just think you have to find balance It's doable Mm -hmm. and you have to self care is so important. So that's first and foremost, Mm -hmm. you got to care for yourself. But at the same time, like I said, balance is very important. And that's something that I pray for because doing everything that you do throughout your day, something is going to lack. And, Mm -hmm. you know, what is it? That's going to lack, you know. I'm a woman of God, so mm-hmm. that's priority to, for me to get into my word, spend time with God, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. Get up, prep my day, you know. Do the things that I need to do around my home. Um, gratefully, we have an empty nest. <laughs> so an empty nest, I don't of, have y'all. No kids, you know, to attend to. So, like yeah. I said, you know, um, I, you know, I, like I said, I totally agree with what she's saying. So <laughs> I, I'm just being honest on my. Part yeah, yeah. Of what I do, you know, yeah. being who I am, you know, no yeah. kids, you know, our well, little dog. But other than that's that, that's a blessing. Yeah, yeah. You know you <laughs> know, yeah but yeah. I and, and I'm grateful for it, you know. So, um, but at the same time, it can be overwhelming at your job. You know, I work for a healthcare in industry, and you know, with COVID going on, the yeah. pandemic, we got so much going on, so much being thrown at us, and you know, so I just. I have to step sometimes to step back and take a breathe a breath or yeah. two, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. think about me because, like you said, mental health is so and it it it'll take hold of you so so Absolutely. quick, so fast, and you Absolutely. don't even realize yeah. and understand wow. it. So, um, yeah, I think that's okay. Hey, yeah.
0: I appreciate that, empty nester.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is so it's a blessing I, I, but I, hey
0: you did your work before I, I yeah. did. you had I to did. get so
2: there right i, I, I can um uh, relate to her about yeah. the yeah. cooking yeah. taking care of the kids and you know but it's so different today with yeah. everything that is going on the concerns now back then it wasn't as you know like it is today you know yeah. with our children yeah. with the yeah. way things are going and yeah just everything, every day things that we deal with yeah. now, you yeah. know,
0: that's become the norm, you know. Yeah. So, I'm, 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 uh, kind of uh, scared to even ask Tina, cause, cause I already <laughs> <laughs> know where, 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 she gonna go with this. Uh, yeah, we're not empty nesters, but we are empty nesters because our 18 year old son he's self sufficient, so you really don't have to too much worry about but him. But he still eat all our food. But he, yeah, he does eat a lot of our food, but. Uh, <laughs> I'll let her speak on that, though. But seriously, so from your standpoint, what's your thoughts about that?
4: Um, When him and I talked about the topic, I said the subject should have been the plates of a woman. No, I like that good. Because the plate is full, and we need another plate. I got you. Amen. Yes, amen. So the
0: plate is not big
3: enough. The
4: plate is not (laughs) big enough. Okay. Because as a woman um, married, if you get up and go to the bathroom, I'm going to say, speak for myself. When I go to the bathroom, my mind start clicking at 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. what I got to do, um, I am a 24-hour caregiver to my mother, who yeah. suffered a stroke aneurysm. So she lives with us. Um, my daughter's back home. Mm-hmm. Well, both of them are back in Rockford now. Um, I got a salon mm-hmm. that I have to run. Mm-hmm. I still have to manage the house mm-hmm. while he's away because Dallas is still – you know, he still needs some guidance. Right. And um, before all of this, I was able to stay at home with the kids when they were coming up. But just that plate and what's on it, it's like you need two or three plates. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my problem is what overwhelms me is trying to get everything done in one day. Yeah. And yeah. it is a balance. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting to the point now where if the dishes are not washed at night, it's okay because yeah. your mind like you need some time to just bring it down you know cuz i'm i'm i have to think for two people everything i do for myself i have to do for her like bill like her bills and medical and all that stuff yeah. on top of having a son that's getting ready to transition and not feel like well this is last year so you want to make sure you're getting you know giving him everything else he needs to go when he gets to go to college yeah. and also still um guiding um, adulting children, Yeah, you know, even though they're, you know, Mm kind of out the house, but you're still, you know, trying to provide that guidance. And then on top of that, you have ministry, Mm -hmm. like you said, the ministry, like, you know, God comes first, Mm -hmm. but even in the ministry, it's okay to say no. So I always say good versus God, Mm -hmm. just because it's a good thing don't mean God wants you to do it. Mm -hmm. So Dallas and all that that's yeah Wow
0: you put that together mm-hmm. you, practice that? <laughs> nah. you know what though I, I think you said something though and I think we all can identify with is that our, our all our kids are adults now mm-hmm. and we still are parenting and parenting
3: don't stop
1: Mm-mm. never stop and never. that's
0: a stressor on, on on you guys to have to deal with
3: that
2: mm-hmm. yes, never stop. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: like for me it's a, it's a challenge. That my son, t- for me, lives out. You know, he's gone. Uh-huh. You know, um, when you
0: say I, gone, be be clear with that. Where is he at? Yeah, <laughs> in Colorado. He, okay, he moved to Colorado. He moved okay, away. So
3: when I say gone, yeah, I mean gone right. from Rockford, and now again, like yeah. I said, he moved to Colorado. Yeah. Um, it's always because he's my only son too, mm-hmm. um, my only child. So it's. It, it was de- it's devastating. It's still devastating. I mm-hmm. I've learned to live with it, you know, and walk through it because it's a part of life. They they leave, they grow, but with him being a young man, mm-hmm. for we it's it's always been more of a struggle because he's not very um, open yeah. about things. So you're introvert. You know, yes, yes, mm-hmm. and um, he's not very um, you know he doesn't tell me every movie he's making or talk about all the things, but. He talks, but he talks, and when he wants, when he feels like he wants to talk. Yeah, you know, so it, it's different. Mm. It's different,
2: wow. You know, and me and my husband, we are very, very close with our boys. Yeah. So, um, sometimes I think too much information, <laughs> 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 but it's good because our boys are very open with us yeah. at in in any conversation, mm-hmm. and um, I'm grateful and thankful for that because we always want them to know there's nothing that you can't come and talk to us about we want to have always that open door of communication with them um to not be afraid because a lot of times our boys you know Mm -hmm. our kids can't be afraid not because of they thinking the disappointment that Mm -hmm. we might have in them or you know just a shame you know so I'm grateful and thankful that our boys we have that communication with them and it's and like they said it's It'll never end, you know, you'll be a parent from here on out, you know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I just want to give my boys the best advice, the best godly advice, Mm -hmm. and me and my husbands' our walk is so important to let them see, you Mm -hmm. know, standing Mm -hmm. for righteousness, Mm -hmm. doing the right things, Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it's very important, and we was just talking about the word no, (laughs) (laughs) complete
4: sentence. Mm, Complete. That and it, it's our safe word, Period. right? Right. My pastor, my husband, you
2: know that's your safe word. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say no, mm-hmm. and true friends, mm-hmm. they understand that word. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. No. absolutely. Sometimes you know our kids. We we're talking about our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you say no to them, they don't understand because mm-hmm. they feel like they have a privilege. You don't smoke. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like a privilege to them. You can't say yeah. no to them. You're supposed to do things that they ask you right
0: so Mm -hmm. i think that's that uh word puts that word no puts a lot of pressure on people to because they feel they have to live up to a certain Mm -hmm. standard and i teach that in in counseling all the time it's like when you feel that it's it's going to affect you in a negative way then that's when you have to say no Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that ministry is negative but when it's done, when you're doing it to where you're overwhelmed, you don't, you don't, you can't think outside of who you are, Mm -hmm. you have to say no. Mm -hmm. no. and Because it goes back to self-care again, and it goes back to balance. And so I think too, and I'm glad you brought this up as well, is that the balance of being close to your boys, and I think we all should think about this as well, is like, when we're close to our kids, that and we're able to have an open dialogue with them, that's safe right Mm -hmm. there. Because that's that's why our suicide rate is up right now mm-hmm. is because kids don't feel like they can talk to their parents. Mm-hmm. You know, f- they don't feel like they – I don't have a relationship with my mom or I don't have a relationship with my dad, so I need to keep it in. And then you, they find themselves alone. They're mm-hmm. isolating from people. And so for you guys to have the, those relationships with your kids is great. I mean, we work the same, same way. We try to have a relationship with our kids where they can talk to us about anything because at the end of the day – when they need you, we some you as a parent need to be there. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys as a mother, man, the mother instincts is something totally mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. the daddy can say no, and the mama come back, and they their heart just sank. They emotional, <laughs> they all that. So we the men are are the balance for you <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because absolutely because they can get over a little bit, absolutely. and y'all get emotional. But no, I like that though the balance and being able to uh, have a close relationship with your kids. Uh, so we, we've we been talking about the stress all together, but what did this pandemic do for you? I mean, the psyche, just the, your old thought process had, oh. have changed mm. since yes, this pandemic.
2: Yes, I, I look at you ride down the street, you turn on the news, you turn on the TV, you just <laughs> everywhere you go. is. I was just at Barnes and Nobles and, Everywhere you go, is about self-care, mm-hmm. negative, uh, mm-hmm. thinking positive, right. books, <laughs> yeah. everywhere. And it's just like, wow, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. You know, but we're here. Right. Now, where do we go from here? Absolutely. And the effect that it has put on our society, I mean, it's just, it's, it's. It's hurtful. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think it's divided me. us, Kim. Yeah, I, I it, really it, think it, it's divided it, us. It's, it's,
0: it's either mask or no mask, yep. vaccine or no vaccine. You know, uh, yep. do I care or I don't care? Yeah. Yep. You know, you can't cough, you can't sneeze. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yep. I really think it just it, yep. it's put us in a place where you have to choose a side, yep. you know. Yep. And I choose to choose God's side, and I think and that's yeah, where amen, we need amen, to be. Amen but i also think that we have to use some the, some common sense yeah. if that's common exactly. oh, yeah. you know it, we have to have some wisdom in in making these decisions so mm-hmm. um so let's let's i mean the pandemic is what it is it's it's changed the way life is in in general yeah. what have you seen in yourselves uh throughout the years that caused you to change or that shaped you for who to who you are today what have What's happened in the last few years that have changed that has changed you guys individually on the individual basis? Grandkids, grandkids. <laughs> How so?
4: Um, apologizing to your parents. Ooh. I I think about when I had my first child. I was like, I didn't know they felt like this. Mm-hmm. You know, being worried. Um, mm-hmm. me, you know, me carrying this child. You know how she gonna survive, and grandkids take you to a whole nother level. Like anybody can get it, but yeah. them grandkids. Yeah, I knew me and her had a connection <laughs> because <laughs> she was at the, she was at the salon, and she had her phone. And I think he was gonna show me the baby. And she said, "I, like you. I was like, oh, I thought I was the only one that did that." And then Carlise does it. Mm-hmm. You know, she's looking at Vinky on the phone. She's like it's not on FaceTime. It's just a picture. So right. that's what I knew. Like we all, like, <laughs> I was like, I ain't crazy. Right. You're right. You right. And, but she did. She just like talked to the baby for like two minutes. Like, hey. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the grandkids really, um, it makes you, I, I feel I'm so, I guess again, my anxiety just thinking about the grandkids that got to come up in this evil world mm-hmm. and how there's a great falling away from the church with the young people, the young adults. And I know why a lot of them have fell away. Like Kim said, you you setting an example of your home so your boys can see that walk because mm-hmm. a lot of them have been to church and they come home and it's another yeah. walk and talk. Gotcha. So I think it's, it, definitely starts in the home, but but I am definitely, like, fearful for the, the grandkids. Gotcha. Like, we already, you know, amplified with the kids, but the grandkids, who knows what this world is going to be like, you know?
3: I would have to say for myself, I don't have any grandchildren. <laughs> Tina, I love <laughs> Binky, That's her uh, grandbaby, mm-hmm. and um, I do have um, nieces and nephews that are young that I'm so attached to, um, but... For me, how how things have changed for myself, I would say that I have gained knowledge of me more. Mm. Mm. I know Carlyce now, Mm. you know, even, you know, it's been one thing where I have learned the things that I like, I don't like, and I know who I am and who I belong to. Mm. So that to me has been everything to me. And I always say my word for the year. I have a word for the year that I chose for myself, which is wisdom mm-hmm. and learning how to be more mindful of the things I say yes to and the things I say no, no. to mm-hmm. and just being more God oriented, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. knowing that he comes first, everything mm-hmm. else comes b- after that. And when I put it in that order, um, things will turn out the way it should.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: You know, I was thinking about something like, um, uh, on yesterday, think yesterday or, or a couple of days ago but i was thinking about like as a parent and um how i've evolved as a person and mm. so if y'all can think about your 18-year-old selves,
1: Woo. what mm.
0: kind of advice would you g- g- go back and give that 18-year-old self tina what would that what would you go tell that 18-year-old <laughs> tina
4: sit down <laughs> somewhere sit down Man. somewhere sit mm. down somewhere mm. Mm. Um. To me, high school was like a blur. Yeah, like it was a lot of stuff I did not know. <laughs> I'm the oldest, so my mama she just didn't know about like the Kappa program and all yeah. these different things. Yeah. So I I just missed a lot. Um. Did some activities, but I just if I could go back, I would just really. Just sit down and and pay attention to where you are, because oh. it goes by so fast. Right. Yeah. right. And um, I w- if I knew what I knew now, um, it would be so different. Hmm. Because that confidence, like Carliece talked about, like high school is hard. Yeah. You know yeah. those those younger years, like in becoming a woman. You know, you, like we in our forties. I don't know how old Kim is. <laughs> uh, I, I
0: thought women don't talk about the age. I'm happy to be forty. I'm forty six. I am
4: happy to be forty six. Uh, I'm forty And seven. If yeah. I turn eighty, I'm gonna say I'm like I don't understand that because there's too many people dying. Yeah, yeah, you know, at yeah. a young age. So I'm proud to be forty six and yeah. we look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't yeah, take that. For, yeah. we don't we definitely look, don't take yeah.
0: that for granted. That's yeah, yeah.
4: But <laughs> if I knew what I knew now, <laughs> it would be so different. It would be it would be so different. Be, and it starts with confidence in yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. and not looking for others to to build you up or say things to you because you don't everybody doesn't get that. I asked Carlys, I said, Can you name one teacher that says something in your life? I had not one teacher ever say anything to boost me up. Wow. Not not a one. That's I always huge. felt like, you know, you just sitting in the back. But I think that's so important. The ones that are quiet, go say something to those kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that's good.
0: Ladies, what what would you tell your 18 year old self, Carly?
3: I would <laughs> tell my 18 year old self, it's, it's similar, really like what Tina said to get somewhere and sit down. Um. <laughs> Everybody can't sit down. Now yeah. tell them yeah. something. Well, you now, need I to. to sit but down. I hear you. Yeah. What you're and then yeah. the thing is, I. Um, I had my son, I got pregnant at 18 mm-hmm. and had my son at 19. So high school was a blur for me also mm-hmm. because I was so busy, you know, just doing what I wanted to do, which I thought was so important. You know, you have your boyfriend, you skip, I was skipping class and, mm-hmm. you know, just doing those things. So I would tell an 18-year-old to focus, try to focus in, even though you're young, because you're young. Mm-hmm. I was young, you know, at that age you think you just – got it going on, you're free to do whatever you want to do, um, do it how you want to do it. But I would tell some, I would, I would tell myself, but also tell an 18-year-old um, to step back and just try to make sure you enjoy your mm-hmm. younger age. Mm-hmm. You know, enjoy yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Because it goes, again, like we were talking about, it goes so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, enjoy, go to prom, mm-hmm. go... Go to the dance. You Mm -hmm. know, go to, we said, what was it? Great America, Tina? Mm -hmm. Great Great America. America. Mm -hmm. You know, do those things that you're not going to get back. Right. I didn't do those things. So, you know, I would say, you know, for myself, just enjoy. You know, try to enjoy and take it in and take a breath, Mm -hmm. you know, and let it out. You know, inhale and exhale. Um, So that's what I would tell my 18-year-old self now. I got you. Mm -hmm. I got Mm -hmm. you. What you got for me, Kim?
2: I think I would if I had. <laughs> 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 um, to be all that I could be. I like that. I like that. Be all that I can be. Be yeah. yeah. like you. Yeah. I like that. And I think that w- that's important for me to let other young women today know: mm-hmm. be all that you do. What makes mm-hmm. do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, be confident in you because just like Tina was saying, you know, the world we want validation from the world. We want that stamp mm-hmm. approval from the world. But at the same time, you got to be happy with who you are. And mm-hmm. I just wish I would have had somebody tell me that, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. be all you can be, be proud of who you are, you mm-hmm. know, um, as school, high school, you know, like I said, we look f- so much from, for people to give, uh, we do, to we validate we yeah. that, we want that. And then if, people say you can, you you will, then yeah, but we have to be able to encourage ourselves, tell ourselves, you know, and I I, I wish I would have I say it again, wish I had somebody just to tell me, be all you I think I would have wanted more. Mm -hmm. Mm Reached for more, did more. You know, just that one person just Mm -hmm. sewing into me, Mm -hmm. saying, Be you're beautiful. You're smart. You can. You will. You know that's good just have confidence in yourself that you can. You know? I'm
0: so glad that social media wasn't around when mm. we grew up. <laughs> because here's the thing, social media brings a different animal to these kids nowadays. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody want to be seen. Mm-hmm. And if, if if I could go back, I would tell my 18-year-old self is that it ain't all about you. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. yourself out of the way yeah. and stop trying to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we find kids now, 18, 19, or even younger in, in school, that the social media puts so much pressure on them to be something different. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's one thing that we have to focus on. And and now that you guys are full circle, you guys are beautiful women, by the way. Thanks, thank you. And you guys, yeah, you. but see, here's the thing. I could probably take y'all and put y'all next to an 18, 19-year-old, and they you couldn't tell the difference. Mmm. Mm. So I want y'all to hear that, though, because mm. our babies are not taking care of themselves. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Our yeah. babies are not taking Woo. care of mm. themselves. So we need strong black women like mm. you guys wow. to help. That, that. And I know that y'all, y'all raised y'all kids and, and y'all have done what y'all have done. Kudos. But somebody got to get some of these young ladies yeah. and tell them, hey, baby, you don't have to show this. Yeah. Baby, you don't have to do yeah. that. Yeah. I need you to do this, baby. This is what, what men respect. Mm-hmm. Not boys, men. Yeah. One thing I tell people in, in counseling, especially my couples, when you're talking about marriage, this is not a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. We're talking about a committed, God-fearing relationship. Mm-hmm. When you have problems in your marriage, it's because you're treating it like it's a girlfriend-boyfriend relationship. That's a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. You're on a different level now. It's, we're talking about mature adults. We're talking about talking through things, working through things, not running the first sign of uh, trouble and, and stuff like that. So our babies need to be taught. How can y'all find ways to reach them? I I know it's not your responsibility, but how do you find ways to reach them?
4: Um, dealing with some of the youth at church, the young ladies. The first, the first thing, um, when the subject came up, you know, we let them choose subjects. But I always tell the young ladies and the young men, you, when you're dating. When you're seriously dating, you're dating to get married. You're dating to get married. That does not mean you have to jump into something, but when you're looking for somebody or you're look you already know from 2 3 minutes that that's not it. Right. Um and now I feel like they have way more knowledge with the Bible, what God wants because we got YouTube, mm-hmm. the preaching and teaching is everywhere. Mm-hmm. But the first thing that I tell them is you want to look for somebody that loves God more than you.
0: Gotcha. What do you tell the person, though, that don't know God, the person that wasn't raised in church, the person that that really struggles with religion or spirituality? Wh- how do you reach that person? Because we have a world that's anti-church or anti-religion or anti-spirituality, anti-God or whatever. Not to say that they may not believe, but they've never been taught, and they just don't know. How do we reach them?
4: Those, those the ones that are like that, mm-hmm. you have to be whole. Mm-hmm. You can't p- put two halves together. I agree. So that's, that's my answer for those that are not um, believers. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be a whole person all by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not fair for you to think you're going to get married and that person is going to fix all of your problems. That's too much of a responsibility. Mm-hmm it's it's on you to make sure that you are whole and both when you both come together you add mm-hmm. to each other mm-hmm. but for the person to fix or fill that hole only God can fill that hole okay. and i'm s- still going to tell them that
0: okay no nope. no
4: nope. everybody I, I has hear. a hole in their soul and it's only for him to mm-hmm. fill that hole
2: and you know i talk a lot with my grandbabies mom and mm-hmm. they're young ladies mm-hmm. and um think it's so important that they know that they're beautiful, that they're smart, that they're gorgeous, they can be any... I, I think when they're looking, they gotta love themselves, and I think that's where they don't... Un- you gotta love yourself, and then mm-hmm. when you love yourself, then you know what you expect mm-hmm. when you get into a relationship, yeah. and um, I think our young women, men too, Mm -hmm. um, they're looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. And it starts with self first. And um, I think it's just so important that they know I love myself. Mm -hmm. I know my worth. I'm not going to allow nobody to do this and say this in a relationship with me. You know, so I think that's important that you know your worth. Know that First, God loves me, mm-hmm. cause, and and I, I I heard what you said about you know um, if they don't know religion, but at the love yourself, you mm-hmm. and I think that's just so important in right. us as parents. We need to show that to our mm-hmm. kids because if they're lacking it, then they look for it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if they're like our daughter, I think it's important that her brothers, um. Do all that they can. Take her out to dinner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell her, "Oh, you beautiful." Mm-hmm. Buy her gifts.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Put her on a pedestal, yeah. and I mean, she can walk in confidence knowing who she is, her worth. My brother and my dad did this, yeah. so she know, you know, okay, if a man take me out to eat, my brother, what else you got? What yeah. else can you bring to the table? Yeah. You know, so I think it's just very important that they know to love themselves. Wow,
0: mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. What you
2: got? Well,
3: what I would say too, also, um, you, the que- say the, the question, ask what was the question again about? You would say the ones that are not that don't know God, right? Yeah, yeah. Couples, just individuals in general, correct? Right. How do we reach them? They are, they
0: are, they are, I was really referring to, and w- that what they were talking about is that uh, we have a lot of these young ladies um, that don't know God. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe their mother or their, or their father wasn't in church or mm-hmm. didn't have any type of any type of spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they are lost. They don't know. But they need women like you guys to kind of help them. I know it's not your responsibility, but you guys being who you are, know that.
3: Well, I would say because um, I've w- been thinking about it and um, I would say it kind of is our responsibility um, as Christian women. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our responsibility because, like you said, a lot of them didn't have that. So they're looking at society. They're looking Mm -hmm. at other girls and women that um, can give them that, fill that void for them. And I would say um, what I find, because I see it every day, um, working in the medical field, I come across people, and I'm sure you do too, Kim, young women that are not, you know, that are just not, you can look, you can just tell they're not taught. They're not, they don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I've always tried to do was just let, if they see the God in you, they see something different in you. Mm-hmm. If you show yourself to be different, if you show yourself to have this light mm-hmm. that they're trying to like, hmm, mm-hmm. she's not quite like yeah. a, that girl. She's yeah. different. I want to know how is she like that? What, what did it take for her to get like she is? So I would say just show yourself to be different. Stand out. Let God show through you. And if we do that, then you'll get their attention. Yeah. Because they'll be uh, really eager to see how you got this way. So a lot of times that's what I try to do, and it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Let's Mm -hmm. be real. We know that's not Mm -hmm. always easy. But the only way that can be accomplished is our relationship. It goes Mm -hmm. back to our relationship with Christ. What are we doing to um, get ourselves together so that when we go out Mm -hmm. and we see these other young ladies and these even young men, you know, when we see these young people, are we getting ourselves together? Are we meditating the way we ch- need to try to it, and studying our word and praying and even fasting so that we're ready and prepared to show them something different?
1: Yeah.
2: And, and like you said, um, and I, I just was listening to what she was saying. Then. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, some of these kids don't know Christ, mm-hmm. don't have a relation. Parents never mm-hmm. was in church. And. I've always heard the saying, you got to meet them where they're Mm -hmm. at. Mm -hmm. That's good. So I think it's important we befriend Mm them. We don't judge them. We Mm -hmm. don't Mm -hmm. try to figure them out. We befriend them. And then when that opportunity opens up, then we go into the word of God and invite them into that world. Mm -hmm. But we first establish a friendship, a relationship with them, you know, to Build off of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
0: think you brought up something, Kim, that uh, our communities are not accustomed to. Um, because what you're saying is, is what I need to do as a Christian is not talk about church, but I need to meet them where they are. Mm hmm. That's not what we're used to. Mm -hmm. What we're used to is grabbing our Bibles and boom, 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 boom. (laughs) (laughs) And then we wonder why Mm -hmm. they don't come to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something that needs to be uh, embraced Mm community-wide when it comes to uh, Christianity. Mm -hmm. Is because if we can't do that, we're going to push them further over into wherever they are right now. And so I think you're on to something. How do we get our, our community to do that? How do we get the parishioners to step outside of that role? How do we, I'm not telling them to sit down their mm-hmm. or out- mm-hmm. their religion. What I'm saying is you can't always do this.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You have to sit with them for a minute. Yeah. You have to, yeah. like you said, be friendly. friendly. Yes. You have to be able to understand yeah. what's going on in their lives because this is like something that uh, uh, your husband and I were talking about is that you have to make sure that you give them something to hold on mm-hmm. to before yes. you can even mm-hmm. teach them about mm-hmm. anything else mm-hmm. because they may not have a place to go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about this and this and that, and they're like, well, you know, I hear you, but I got, well, I'm going sleep at yeah, tomorrow, yeah, yeah. Yes. you know, or they worried about a meal. I hear you, but I'm hungry. hungry. Don't mm-hmm. you hear my stomach? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? So <laughs> I, I think that's I- extremely important, but how do we get a whole community to adopt that? Mm-hmm. Because that's the problem. That's the meat of the whole problem. Mm -hmm. So if we, and if you guys as young black women Mm -hmm. are trying to uplift other women, you can't you can't separate the two from what you guys are trying to do. Yeah. You mm-hmm. have to make sure that you're befriending them. You're, you're, you're being there for them. G- genuinely being genuinely. there for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they, they know the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they don't deal with mama that's been faking all this time. Mm-hmm. They don't deal mm-hmm. with daddy and granddaddy mm-hmm. and grandmama that said this but did something totally different. Mm-hmm. So they know the difference. Mm-hmm. So we need you guys to be that voice. Yeah. But you guys are going to have to carry a little bit more of the load. Mm-hmm. I know you said that y'all got a lot on y'all plate. Lots. But
3: I'm giving you some more. Mm. What else can you take on? Because it's heavy. Mm. Well, like <laughs> I said, I feel like it is our responsibility. Yeah. And I agree with what you said, Kim. Um, well, You can't go to them with that, you know, you, and throw the Bible at them. When I say prepare yourself and meditate and get yourself ready, mm-hmm. it means to to. To meet them where they are, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't come. You know, when people approach you, young women and um, approach me, it's not about telling them I'm a Christian. I'm no your walk. Mm-hmm. Your light will mm-hmm. shine. Your fruit. We talk about fruit. Mm-hmm. Nantina talk about mm-hmm. Your fruit will show that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't need to come at them and throw the Bible. Mm-hmm. They're already going to see something different in you. Mm-hmm. And they're going to mm-hmm. want, they'll be okay. They'll want to conversate mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. They'll want to talk with you. I don't know if it's about the music or whatever they got going on. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to relate gotcha. to them and again, be able to share things back and forth. And when we do that as women, um, we'll begin to draw them. Mm-hmm. So I think when we're talking about the community, it starts with one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In order to get to that point where mm-hmm. we can get to that point, it starts with one of us, one woman, you know, one young man trying to reach that one child. Yeah. If we can reach one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Gotcha. Amen. I,
0: I appreciate that because um, I think we all feel like we need this whole big old uh, group of people mm-hmm. to do the, the one job that God has called us mm-hmm. to do. hmm mm-hmm is a share. Mm. And I don't think we do enough of it. Uh, this part of the show, I usually come back and um, bring up something that has been said throughout the show um, that I think that um, people, the listeners, that can, they can benefit from. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I wanted to bring up is balance. I want to go back to mm. balance. And so when I'm talking about balance in this st- from this standpoint, though, as black women, how do you continue to balance these plates that you guys are talking about?
4: Um, we were in the kitchen, when we were in the kitchen talking, I told you should have had the cameras in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Kim said something, um, you never know what another person is going through. Yeah. Right? So, and me and Carlise talk about, even though you're going through something or you trying to balance, Think about other people, mm-hmm. so I think as women, we're always gonna. If, if we gotta have five plates, we're gonna mm-hmm. quite because we just that's just naturally in us to. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll take on something else. We'll put another scoop on the plate, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, because of our the the anxieties and the fears that mm-hmm. rise up, we gotta take care of ourselves first,
1: mm-hmm.
4: and then things in categories. What's important? Mm-hmm. What's what's next? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of trying to do it all at the same time, mm-hmm. because like she said, something is going to lack. Right. If you, if you're a working woman, mm-hmm. it's already lacking. Mm. Gotcha. you. Yeah. It, it's so true it, it, because you work all day. Mm-hmm. Whether you're at home or not, you're still working, yep. right? Yeah. Even if not you sure. wasn't, even if you didn't have a job, yep. and you're a stay-at-home wife, mm-hmm. yeah. that is a job. True the true most job. important job in the entire world. Mm-hmm. So, just that taking self care is like the number one thing that we all have mm-hmm. in agreement with. If you, in your mind, you can't run from your mind. <laughs> Whew, you didn't say You you cannot run from those thoughts that come in your head. Mm-hmm. You can't even. Sometimes you can't even express what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's right. all these tangles that's going. I've like feel like it's going like this, <laughs> yeah. That's you know, that, yeah. back and forth, back and forth. And that self-care is to me is the center of it all. Yep. Wow.
2: Cause my thing, if you don't care for yourself, then how can you care for others <laughs> and the needs that are needed in your home in ministry? So mm-hmm. self-care is a priority. And I, I, like I was telling Tina and Carlis it's selfish mm. if you don't wow. take care of yourself. Mm, yeah, mm. That's the selfish
0: act. I like that. Mm. Yeah. I, I really like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. That's good.
0: Well, you know, we talked a lot uh, today. We really, I, I think we got to the meat of what it takes to continue to be a strong black woman. Um, not one time did I hear either one of you guys say it was easy, which I know it's not easy. And so I think if we can learn how to be open, honest, transparent mm-hmm. uh, with good. people, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. because see, people see this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because y'all are some nice ladies. And I know on the podcast they can't hear it, but go to YouTube, subscribe to YouTube. Mm-hmm. 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 You will see. But in order for them to understand this they need to understand this Mm -hmm. that's good and so when they see you guys all they put together everything is good Mm -hmm. but they don't know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i i I know that you guys are going to do your part but we need other women to do their part as Mm -hmm. well let people know that just because i'm made up doesn't mean that i got it all together Together. Mm -hmm. yes
4: and you'll never have it all together. We'll right, never,
0: right. And, and because together. here's the thing: this is one of the this is the one of the the best advice that I give clients is even if you don't feel good, make sure you look good.
1: Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs>
0: because at the end of the day, you don't want to look like what you're going through. Man, mm-hmm. that's so
1: good. And if that's <laughs> the
0: case, guess what? My old closet wouldn't. I wouldn't have nothing in my closet. <laughs>
1: Me you
0: know, sure. but but I, I think though is that we owe it to ourselves, like you said, self care putting yourself first Mm -hmm. and we owe it to others yes and it's you have to be selfish and then you also have to be selfish Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have to be selfish one take care of yourself and also be selfish to take care of your community yes Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day it starts and stops with Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. so before we get out of here i always ask my guests is what kind of advice would you give to the to the listeners Uh, from each one of you guys perspective what kind of advice would you want to leave with your listeners
4: um I would say you need a strong community. That's what I was gonna And it's it's probably about this big. Mm-hmm. You need you need you need somebody in your life that you trust and you give them permission. You got to give them permission to tell you the truth.
0: Amen. You must have been listening at me counseling. No. You sound just like me now. No, me probably no, speaks me and so we, we talk about this all the time. We talk about <laughs> no.
4: this
3: all the time. But Actually, we, we
4: the, the community <laughs> yes. is so small because to me, I have to believe the Jesus in you. Mm. That's just me. When I met her, when I talked to her on the Who was phone, her, Kim, right? Kim. There. Yeah. Kim. There you go. Say Kim. the name. <laughs> God, yeah. When I met Kim, um, at the salon, when she came, well, on the phone, I believe like immediately, I believed the Jesus in her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she came into to the salon, like it was even more of a, like I just, and she was, you know, telling me about, She's kind of quiet, you know, in nature with the church. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you have so much to say. yeah. And she poured so much into me.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Like she was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> <laughs> All right. Like she was my friend. Yeah. Know, I, in my head. Yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. My, you just fabricated a whole I just, friend, right? Yeah. Just right? like, ooh, we <laughs> just, you know. But it was what she spoke into me. Everybody that I told her, everybody that sits in the chair, I don't get that from everybody, but like right now I can say like mostly everybody that sit in my chair, I, I have that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that community. I mean, somebody that's going to pour into my life, yeah. somebody that's not, gonna, you know, that's not going to agree mm-hmm. with foolishness. Yeah. Like they really going to keep it here. Like we have an, a, an adult grown conversation about what we need to do as women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How we need to handle ourselves yeah. to the point where some of them coming in like laying hands on me yeah. and not even knowing what's going on. Like yeah. they, you know, so that community to me, you need you need a community.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And they have to be connected to God. They must. Gotcha. I'll tell Carly's we too old in the game to yes. do all this other stuff. I get you. Yes. You know, so I, I we need a strong community. To pour into your life.
2: Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that, Um, with the things that's going on in life. And it's important to know it's okay to not, to be okay. A lot of people, and like you say, we look like we all got it together, Mm -hmm. but we still deal with today's life issues. Me being a pastor's wife, Mm. I still deal with the life issues. My boys, my family, I'm still not i'm not exempt from that so i think it's just so very very important that we need help you Mm -hmm. get help and like she said you 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 want someone strong Mm -hmm. you know you want someone that can be able to pour in you as well as you pour into them you know keep you encouraged pray for you motivate you because the life, the 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 day that we're living in now is just so important. It's so much going on. And it's just so important if you got that community. Mm-hmm. Yes. That mm-hmm. support mm-hmm. that you can pull. I was just sharing with my husband. I I, I need that mm-hmm. in in this time right now. Mm-hmm. I need someone to be able to pour into me, to encourage me, to keep me lifted up because we're so looked at. As we're supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're not supposed to get it back. And mm-hmm. I think it's so important as people of God, people in mm-hmm. general, mm-hmm. we need that support. We need that community. Yes. yes. Yeah. We need wow. that.
0: What kind of advice would you leave them?
3: Know who you are. Definitely know who you are. Um, to the person, I speak for the women, the single women out here, the young, the single ones out here that might not know or understand that you still are somebody Mm -hmm. does not. You don't need um, a man Mm -hmm. or you don't need somebody else to make you who you are. You are Mm -hmm. still somebody. Learn you. Mm -hmm. How do you learn you? Well, first thing you would want to do is have a relationship Mm -hmm. with God. Mm -hmm. Find that community. It goes back to still community. Find somebody if you, don't, if you feel like you have nobody, pray. Mm-hmm. Find uh, someone that could help you pray so that you can get that person, that one person or whatever that can come into your life and show you who you are. Mm-hmm. Because one, you can't be anything until you know who you are. Yeah. Okay. You can't that's have anything or great. anyone mm-hmm. until you know who you yeah. are. Mm-hmm. And you are capable of being one whole person by yourself mm-hmm. first. Um, I had to learn that. So I'm speaking from to the person that feels like they cannot because I I'm telling you that I was that person. I am, I used to be that person that did not know who I was that thought that I could not exist outside Mm -hmm. of somebody else. Mm. So when I've learned, when I learned that I, I, I found out that I can do all things, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. through Christ. So once you do that, if they know that, then all things will start to fall in order. Mm -hmm.
0: Wow. I want to thank y'all ladies for uh, coming in and doing this podcast. I don't take it lightly. I don't take it for granted. I truly appreciate your wisdom. I appreciate (laughs) everything that you've given to the listeners. Uh, One thing that I always say at the end of my show is that we all have the opportunity to change our circumstances Mm. only if we focus on what we can change. And if we focus on those changes that we can make, then I think we can build that community that you guys talk about. And so I really want to say thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart for showing up and coming in and sharing your wisdom with everyone. And so with that being said, I ask that everybody will please subscribe to my YouTube page. Uh, you can follow me on uh, um, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe. Leave some reviews, too. Uh, I do like to hear reviews. I'm doing a good job I'm doing a bad job somebody please let me know and if you got some uh, advice or a show that you want to hear just make sure you go to the uh, page I'm at mentality Unchained please thank you uh, thank you guys for showing up again and thank, thank you me. guys for the, listening to
1: the show.